Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Happy President's Day. I'm Mike Bassick. This is the damn masterpiece today as Kevin and Corey are out celebrating presidents. Me, Mike Bassick, Derek Holland, Alec Medford, talking sports. Let's talk a Netflix show. It is a sports Netflix show. I am two episodes in. Uh, There's eight total episodes, but I'm telling you, if Kevy was here, Kevin does not like golf. He hates golf. He thinks it's the stupidest thing ever created. Even if you were Kevin Hagland and you're listening right now, Full Swing is a great show. I've watched some of the F1 uh, series show on Netflix where I could care less about F1. I don't watch it, never will watch it. I have flipped channels and, you know, watched it for five to ten minutes. But there's a little bit of intrigue with it because you get to know the drivers in the F1 series. You get to know the teams. You get to know what's on the line. Why are they so stressed at certain situations? The mental part of driving, uh, how much a win means here, how much just keeping the car alive means here. So that F1 show has done a lot for their sport. I think this full swing, not that golf needs tons more. I mean, they're making zillions of dollars. But this full swing show, guys, which you guys haven't watched yet, correct? I have not. And, Derek, you haven't gotten into it yet? No, I haven't. You have enough money for Netflix? Uh, Times are tough. Thanks a lot, Biden. But you have Netflix? I do. Okay. I recommend you watch this. The first episode concentrates on Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. I'm going to be honest. I don't know golfers lives that well so it's fun for me being a former major league baseball player getting to see what is it like to be a player on the pga tour and i didn't know these guys were best of friends they've been competing against each other since 13 years old uh jordan spieth is i don't know if justin thomas has already gotten married since this episode has happened but he's the best man in Justin's um, wedding, and so they fly together on private jets, so it looks like they travel quite a bit to these tournaments uh, when they are on the road, when they're playing, and let's just say the Masters or something, they might be uh, renting out a house together, so these guys are really tight, 
The other thing I didn't know is when their 18 uh, holes are done, let's just say on Thursday, they actually go into the weight room and, and they, they start working out. You know, they might hit golf balls too for another hour or two, but it really gets into the mental part of golf. And really, you can look at this, the mental part of sports, because when they talk about this, and I know I'm talking a lot here, but they're the top 1% in the world at this. And just like, look, Derek right now is one of the top 1% of people who play baseball. I used to be part of the top 1% who play baseball. That's how, like when people are like, hey, all you got to do is be left-handed and throw strikes. I tell them, you're correct. All you have to be is one of the 100, literally 100 greatest left-handers in the world that throws strikes and you get to pitch in the major leagues because at any given moment, there's approximately 100 left-handed pitchers in major league baseball. There might be 10 more at certain times. There might be 10 less at certain times. So all you need to do, if you have a son who was going to be born, or let's just say was born in 2022, there's going to be approximately 100 people born on the face of the earth, including Dominicans, uh, Venezuelans, Japanese people that are going to play Major League Baseball. So if your son's lucky enough to be one of the 100 people born in 2022 to make the, that's how many, like some people, the odds, hey, I don't want you to give up on the odds. I want you to go after your dreams. But those are the the odds. If you're a left-handed pitcher, you, you're gonna, you gotta have to be one of the 100 greatest left-handed pitchers in a certain year to be it. If you have a child who was born in 2022 and you're like, they're gonna be a major leaguer. Well, there's approximately 100 people around the world who were born in 2022 who will become major leaguers somewhere between 2041 and 2048 approximately that will become a major leaguer so it's really interesting to see the stress that they have playing golf yeah with that being said too it shows people that there's more to than just showing up at the golf course and playing golf or for instance the baseball side it's not like we just showed up at the baseball field and was like all right time to play there's you get to see the behind the scenes them working on their shots studying their mental game or the mental side of things working out to build up the strength so you can go out there and play and condition wise because you got to think you're you're walking 18 holes every day so you got to have you it's, as much as it is just walking you still have to have the walking and the mental stability because yeah once you mess up on a shot that's going to follow you the whole way through that hole and then you gotta you gotta forget about it and get ready for the next one so it's it's cool. I'm intrigued. I want to see this show. My friends have already talked about it too, saying it's really good. You're talking about saying it's really good. So clearly, I want to go see it. Uh, so I, I'm curious to see what all they do do behind the scenes. Yeah, and it's like to give you an idea. And, and Derek, we go through this as pitchers. Now they have four days. You know, two days to make the cut, and then two days to see where they're going to place in the tournament if they make the cut. Is Justin Thomas? Uh, I'm not giving anything away here because it's obviously history. In, in the series on Saturday, he has a really bad day at the PGA Championship. And he is, he's almost crying because he was in the top three and then he finds himself, I believe, seven back going into Sunday. That, so he was about two back going into Saturday, finds himself seven back, and it's because he just played really poorly. And here he is distraught. He's with his fiance. He's with his mom and dad. He's with his coach. His dad is a former uh, PGA uh, player or coach, I can't remember what, but he's he at one point was PGA certified and everything. So he understands golf. His grandfather also was a, a pro, like a PGA pro. So he has a lot of 
background. His his grandfather and father have a lot of background in the sport, and here he is distraught. And his dad's like, look, and his coach is like, look, it's almost impossible to talk to him right now after having a bad day on Saturday. He's at the range hitting as soon as his round is over, but he's so mad and he's mic'd up and he's just talking like, I can't feel anything. I got no feel. I can't, whatever I do is wrong. Like, I mean, he's just mad. And it's like, the coach is like, it's really tough right now because he wants to hit. And sometimes it's the worst time to hit right now because he's just letting out his frustration. He's not really getting better. He's just letting out his frustration right now yeah with the mental side of that that's the thing like that's one one of the things i learned from dk was or don cox you know i should always say that is it's how quick you can forget something it's so easy for us as athletes to sit and think negative you know if we have a bad game we literally sit and think about the negative things that we did rather than look at what we actually did right yeah you may have given up 20 runs in one inning but you still did something right no matter what there's always something that you did right so you got to look at it that way and that way you can progress but when you sit there and constantly say negative things and constantly beat down your body that way your body takes that abuse too and then it affects you physically as well and that's what people need to understand is like i always try to preach to all the young guys like i get it you're gonna have a bad day it's how you carry yourself don't act like you got beat walk off the you know whatever it is the mound that situation carry yourself well i get it you're frustrated it sucks you got your your butt kicked but you have to keep the mental side there you got to stay strong this is what i did right now i can bounce back from that and you find on Sunday, he makes the greatest comeback in PGA Tour, or not PGA Tour history, but the PGA Championship. He ends up coming back and winning it, and he's mic'd up through the whole thing. Everybody's like, man, I wonder what Jordan Spieth is saying on the golf course, because he's talking a lot to himself, to the ball. Guess what? You now get to see Jordan Spieth mic'd up and seeing what he's saying and seeing what PGA Tour players are saying, and it makes me feel better. When I'm playing bad golf, and I was telling my wife, who is enjoying this too, I think this is something that if you have a spouse, they'll enjoy it too, and she could care less about golf. Uh, but she's like, it's really fun seeing what the family goes through because she was like, the next episode is on Brooks Kepka and on Scotty Scheffler. So a lot of the first two episodes is based in Dallas because of Spieth being in Dallas, because of Scheffler being in Dallas. A lot of it is based off of Dallas. And she felt felt like she looked at me and said, the way that Kepka talks to himself, like I'm an F up, I'm a piece of dump, I can't figure this out. And he was on top of the world for three years. He's like, my wife looked at me and goes, I feel like you talk to yourself a lot like Kepka to, is talking to himself. He's trying to, he doesn't make the cut. He's fear, he can't figure it out. He's like, I should just quit this sport because of, of how bad I am at it. Uh, you know, it's it's win or lose for him. It's life or death. And for me, it felt like life or death. I really felt like, not that I was going to do it, but I felt like I just want to kill myself with how bad I'm doing right now. And that's how Kepka uh, approaches the game of golf. Like, if I'm not number one or if I'm not winning, I should just kill myself. It gets that way. Sorry. No, you're good. I, I, I feel like this has a good chance to humanize these players, too, in a sense, because I feel like that does get lost in the heat of the competition a lot just you know from a 2000 foot view sitting on your couch watching these guys play watching them screw up and just seeing them have you know maybe a little bit of emotion on their face and then it cuts to the next guy uh that's teeing off maybe this can humanize these players these athletes a little bit more to show hey you know just because you had money riding on them you know if you're a betting person you know if you had money on riding on them and you're you know sending them death threats and you're tweeting ugly at them whatever 
you know, these are humans too, that this is their life. The, yeah. This is every day for them. This is what they live and breathe. And I wanted to put some respect on the game of golf too, because we've gotten a bunch of texts on the text line about, you know, how these aren't quote unquote athletes. They can't Go even watch carry them their work bags. out. You, you would, guess what? You'd crap your pants and you'd die and you'd, you'd cry for your mama. If you had to do the same workout that Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas is doing, like you're like, damn, these guys are working their asses off uh, to play golf. This isn't fat asses anymore. Uh, and maybe it was 30, 40 years ago. Tiger Woods probably changed a lot of that, the workout routine. Mm-hmm. Kepka would kick everybody's ass who's who's doing this. When you see Kep- Kepka probably overworks. That's probably why he's been injured so much. He would kick your ass. Uh, not in golf. He would just kick your ass. He would he would punch you out and, and and choke you out. That's how strong that mf'er is. So I think you know a bunch of dumbasses who like texting in that they're tough and everything. Because I played with my buddy. No, I'm going to call him out. I love him to death. But my buddy Chris Owens, who's an All American at UT, played a year for the Memphis Grizzlies and 12 years overseas. Like I got him on the golf course. I'm like, hey man, you got to learn this sport. You got to play golf with me. And like he's. You know, this is where Bobby Belt comes in. Yep. This dude who's a premium athlete who played in the NBA, who was an All-American at UT, is like shooting 8s to 12s on every hole because, like, it's just totally different. As athletic as he is, swinging a club and hitting a ball and putting it in a hole is just so tough to figure out how to do. And Scotty Scheffler, before I get done with this, because he's from Dallas, the reason it's so fun watching Kepka and Scheffler in Episode 2 is they're totally opposites. Scheffler is like the guy, Derek, who used, like, you, you got to be this way. He's like, oh, I'm just trying to get better. Like, if I can just go out there and get better today, it was a great day. Like, you know, if I finish first, I finish first. If, if I finish 20th, I'm just trying to improve and, and just in, like enjoy the care. game of golf and everything like that. But you get to see him go through winning his first ever major and his mindset during it. So you get to see Kepka versus Scheffler. Not that they're against each other, but you get to see two totally different mindsets. So the first one, you get to see best of friends competing against each other, giving each other crap, pulling practical jokes on each other, competing on the tour together. And then you get to see one dude who this is life and death. And one dude who's like, look, man, it's, it's all in like God's in charge. I'm just trying to get better. Thank God that he gave me the ability to play. And I want to be a PGA tour uh, player. I want to be a champion, but you know, all I can do is the best I can do and whatever happens happens. So it's like, those are the first two episodes. And then in episode three, which I haven't got to, they tease, and my mom, who's a huge golf fan, it's all about the live tour taking over. Because one of the last questions they ask Kepka on episode two is like, so are you thinking about going to this new tour? And he just kind of like shrugs his shoulders like, because he's probably having major discussions at this time during the show, but can't say what he's about to negotiate into. So episode three is when the live tour starts taking away PGA players. That's the thing, too, I like about it from what I'm hearing from you is you get to see the trash talking and all that good stuff. I know, unfortunately, we had to have the Tiger Woods apologize for a tampon, but like that stuff's funny. That's the only thing yeah. I hate is like some people take this stuff too far. It's, there's nothing. I mean, I'm not going to cross the line with it or whatever, but I just it's, it's entertaining to me is how people can get offended by somebody trash talking. Like, I, I, I think a lot you. of people who get offended have never competed in anything in their life and never been on a team in their life. And so they just want things their way. Like we should have no having fun, but then just have fun playing the game. But if you ever have fun and like call somebody a name, but just having fun with them because they're your buddy, well, then you should be shot in the head and killed. 
uh, and then go back to having fun, but only fun the way I want you to have fun because I've never competed in my life in anything and don't understand how sports work. So I just want to demoralize everything, but then say, well, then you're being too serious. Have fun. Then if you have too much fun, like you've crossed the line in having too much fun. You know, you've called him a name and he probably is offended by that. And it's well, that's just, the thing is everybody expect you to, you can't, everything has to be perfect. It has to be this way. You're never going to get made fun of. That's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to live this little fairy tale life of never being trash talked or never be, nobody ever down talking you and telling you, you, you stink or any of that stuff. It's oh, you're the best thing. You're the hottest things in sliced bread. Like it's got to, we got to know what I call that. those people, Derek. I'm not allowed to say it. Losers. Oh, okay. Because they've never won anything. Else. So they're just sad. And they can't Why figure out how to compete, that? and they can't figure out how to have fun, and everything's offensive to them. They're just losers. And now we have websites where they can type and stuff like that. And they're like, he's a loser. He he gave him a tampon. He should, hey, you're a loser. Just stop watching things. Just hang out if with you your other losers and, yeah, and compete go, compete for nothing. Stay in your safe space. You know, tiddly wink it up. Stay away from the, the negativity. You can't have somebody talk bad about you. It's your feelings to get hurt. Yep. If there's an issue, grab a tissue. All right. So that's it. All right. If you yeah. don't like it, deal with it. Quit everything, you loser. Quit. Stop complaining. Sometimes we call each other names and we're just having fun. All right. Are Alec, we? I forget our run sheet. What's coming up next? Coming up next, we have The Athletic does an annual piece called The Spring Training Survey. We're going to find out why league executives and coaches are calling the Texas Rangers the Power Rangers next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Back here on the damn masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, it's Alec Medford alongside Derek Holland and Mike Bassick with you. Getting ready to cross-talk with the G-Bag Nation coming up on the other side. But right now we have the Athletics Annual Spring Training Mm. Survey, which is one of my favorite pieces that comes out by this publication each and every year because they get a hold of multiple front office executives and coaches across the MLB to speak anonymously about some of the big storylines that are going around the uh, major leagues around spring training and just kind of gauge what the talk, what the conversation is around the league. And the first topic that comes up here in this spring training survey of 29 different executives and coaches, the Texas Rangers have been the talk of the town around spring training across the MLB. They have been dubbed the Power Rangers by some across the MLB, which I think is a great nickname. Yeah, we were the Power Rangers. Yeah. And that, to me, is the offensive side, mm-hmm. not so much the pitching. Um, you know, I think that was, you know, we we had such a unbelievable lineup during that time I was here. Uh, but the, to call them Power Rangers, that's cool. I like it, whatever. But the real Power Rangers were our, my little era here. I and feel it, like. it just makes me excited for that. But that, no, no, it should be. I think Ranger fans should definitely be excited, especially with what the ownership has done and, and CY has done, or Chris Young, I should say, has done for this organization, getting them back on the map. I think that was the big thing. You know, guys complained uh, when I was here before. You know, we were complaining about, man, we need some offense. They went out and got some pieces. Then we started complaining, we need pitching. They went out and got pitching. So there, the uh, to me, I feel like, <clears throat> and maybe that's just me, out of all the teams that are here in the, in the Metroplex, this ownership listened, or maybe it's CY was listening to what was being said, what was requested, and he went out and did it. I think that's what's huge is the fans are seeing our voices are being heard. They went out and did what we asked. Now we now it just comes down to the players have to go out and perform. And speaking on improvement of the roster, one of the questions asked in this survey was the most improved teams in the American League out of 29 first place votes 28 of them went to the texas rangers which shouldn't be that shocking who who was the one uh let's see the it might not say it so that's okay yeah it didn't say who they they voted for 28 of the 29 voters had the rangers in first place okay it's really tough because when you look at all the teams that are competing for a playoff spot most everybody showed signs of being good last year. The Rangers really didn't show any signs because they were 68 and 94, but they did so much in the offseason. And I think that's where teams are like, hey, we know when we play Baltimore, it might be a lot tougher than we think because they went 83 and 79 last year. This Adley Rushman kid 
looks like he's going to own the catcher spot in the All-Star game for the next 10 years in the American League. This kid, Gunnar Henderson, who was a top prospect, came up and showed some really good signs of being a premium third base slash shortstop guy. I'm not exactly sure where he's going to land, either third or short every day, but uh, I just think that the Rangers, I'm sure teams like Houston and Seattle especially, are looking at after making the playoffs in the American League West and, and going, man, like we like our team, but... And the Rangers were easy wins. Let's be honest. The Rangers were easy wins last year, and now they're like... Hey, those aren't going to be easy wins. And uh, could they win 90 games? Yeah, they could win 90 games and, and find them what, find their way into the playoffs. Could they be below 500 still? They could be below 500 still because we've seen this before in baseball. I remember after I got done with baseball, the Padres went out and got um, some of my buddies. They got Heath Bell and they got... Um, uh, Jose Reyes, and, and they went out and got some other guys. I totally forget all the guys they got. Uh, but by the time, I think one of them was James Shields because James Shields ended up getting traded to the White Sox for Fernando Tatis Jr. because it went so crappy. Teams have done this before. They've bought a lot in the offseason going, we've been bad. You know what we're going to do? Let's just buy a team that's going to make the playoffs. And then they find themselves halfway through the season going, oh, crap, this bought team is not coming together as a team. We're not winning games And so we got to sell these pieces off. It didn't work. I don't think that Ray Davis and the Texas Rangers are going to sell pieces off in July if things aren't working. But we have seen this done at times where it did not work at all, trying to buy a winner. Most of the times, teams develop a winner. The Rangers are trying to do it a little bit different, and sometimes it works. But there's sometimes where it blows up in your face and you have a lot of big contracts that you're just trying to unload because it never came together as a winner. I think this one's going to work out pretty well. I, I'm predicting, if, if for my own sake of this, I think the Rangers will get 84 wins. Um, they'll definitely get in the playoffs is the other prediction too. I got to give a lot of credit though to this training staff. I mean, they're going to jump on every situation that could pop up, any, any alarms that go off, whatever. They're going to take care of this. I think you're going to see a lot more of a healthy uh, lineup with these guys, the pitching staff. I think DeGrom will – my prediction for him would be about, I'm going to say 25 starts uh, is the goal. I think that's what we'll get. Um, I, again, I, it all comes down to health. That's the big key. And I, with their training staff, I think they're going to do a, a great job of keeping these guys on the field. Yeah. So another question that was posed on this free agent survey by The Athletic is best free agent signing – would you like to guess how many votes Jacob DeGrom got out of 29 votes as I'd the say best sign? Five. Bingo. He only got five. The uh, most. That was most people. I mean, in fact, nobody was g- getting to that number. It's great that the Rangers got him, and that's yeah. the reason you got him, is yep. you, you paid the most money. Can I say who I think it might be, though? Yes. Carlos Rodon. Uh, he is number three. I'll go with, um, I think it was a signing. I'll go with Jose Abreu for the. Um, for number one for the Astros, he is actually third to last. What, he what he got his... a little bit of vote. Okay, man, I really like where he's going to fit. I mean, in that's there. yeah, it, that's a good one. The best free agent signing, according to twenty nine anonymous coaches and league executives, Trey Turner with the Phillies, oh, yeah, get, getting one. fifteen votes out of twenty nine first place votes. He gets eleven years, three hundred million from the Phillies, which you know, making the World Series and then getting better the next year, it's pretty hard to do. Yeah. So it, that's impressive. A uh, tip of the cap there. The mm-hmm. tough thing with them is they're going to half the season. Bryce Harper's out, so they're yep. they're they're guy that they build their lineup around. Now they still have very good pieces. 
But that is always tough when you have a guy that good and he's going to miss, you know, at least 70 games before you get him back. We still got to have a draft anyway. Don't forget that. I'm waiting on that. I know. You'll lose. As long as you keep Chapman on your team, you've lost. One by one, we we go pick for pick, so (laughs) it's good. Worst free agent signing, according to... I almost got it with Jose Abreu being... I I just think that that really helps out. Worst signing. Um... God, I, uh, I don't. You're gonna I have to know. tell me. I don't remember all the free agents. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then dip, I mean, I don't know if, if Carlos Correa is it because he signed with three different teams, but he actually but that didn't get a single vote. The, I was gonna say that wouldn't count because it's still a good signing. It's yeah. just he didn't get it. To, uh, and I, it's no shot towards this person. Uh, I'm gonna go with lefty Andrew Heaney just because of Carlos Rodon was the big lefty there. He did not get any votes. Because he didn't sign okay. for a lot of money. They're, they're probably so picking somebody who signed for a crap load of money mm-hmm. who they don't think is worth a crap load of money. See, I don't know. I don't know who it would be. Who is it? I will take you over to the Boston Red Sox with Masataka Yoshida. Yeah, I would have never guessed it. He got yeah. 10 first place votes for the mm-hmm. worst free agent signing. One more than Jacob deGrom. And Jacob deGrom has been the hot topic around uh, spring training with execs. A couple of quotes from some uh, front office executives. Quote, I'm rooting for DeGrom, but that could easily be the worst free agent signing of the winter. I think I'm like a lot of people. I'd rather have two years of Verlander than five of DeGrom. Another one, five years was at least one, if not four years too many. There is no doubt he is one of the best pitchers in baseball, but that only holds true if he's on the mound and not in the training room. So he did He did get offered three-year contract from the Mets. So we have to realize whoever said that, you realize the team that had him was willing to give him a three-year contract. Now, the Rangers did go two years over that. So, he was going to get a three-year contract. If he didn't sign with the Rangers, the competitive market said probably three years. The Rangers did go five to make sure that they locked him in. So, I think that you need to make sure that before that person said that, like, wait a second. Like, we already know that there was another offer from the team that had him that were willing to go three years on him. I would, and I kind of agree with the first pick uh, with the Boston guy just because it seems like when guys come over from Japan, it, it, the first year is usually pretty tough for them just because you got to get acclimated to the new baseball or different baseball, I should say. And you got to change, you got to get used to going every five days rather than over there, it's every six days. The Shuto so, doesn't work over here. Yeah. So, that, so I'm curious how that, how that pans out. And it's, that's, I, I mean, you don't see too many. Or they really start off out. really well. I know this goes a long time ago, like when back uh, Hideo Nomo comes over and it's awesome, and then everybody figures out he never throws a split for a strike, just don't swing at it. And now he's like, crap, these guys won't swing at it, and now I have to find another out pitch if they're not going to swing at this. And then he, not that he stunk, but he then started struggling that he couldn't just keep repeating the same yeah. pattern that major leaguers were better than Japanese players. Yoshida signed a five-year, $90 million contract with the Boston Red Sox. And just 18 hours ago, Bleacher Report talked to an MLB front office executive that said Yoshida is worth less than half of that $90 million. So Mm. around the league, there is a lot of disagreement there. And then one final one here on this athletic spring training survey of MLB executives. The most intriguing storyline this season across the league is what? It's got to be DeGrom. I will say, if I went team, I would say the Mets. I would say the Yankees. If I went player, I would say, well, I guess Shohei Otani is going to be a free agent, so it ruins this one. But is it Shohei Otani being a free agent? Shohei Otani. Because I think Juan Soto is going to be a free agent, too. And I think there could be two players 
in the offseason that get $500 million contracts. I think that could be not only for the first time, but I'd both guys. Well. And who's the one? Otani, because he's a two-way player. You know how old Juan Soto is. I get it, but I I don't see him. I see him getting like 400. Over how many years? 10. Ooh. I, I think he gets I think he gets 13 years at 500 million. And he's a Boris guy too, I'm pretty sure. I know, I, I'm not doubting. Yeah, he and Boris probably don't. wants to hit that 500 marker. He wants to be the first to hit it. And how many times are you going to get a guy this young? He's predict now this is where we'll talk about this Wednesday. I'll hold this for Wednesday for you. Juan Thank Soto you. and Ronald Acuña Jr. talk is <clears throat> how many times do guys this young hit free agency? And he's the MVP favorite right now. So if you're betting for the favorite to win the MVP in the National League, Juan Soto has the best odds to do it. So if he wins the MVP and he's 25 years old, like he's got to bounce back though. He didn't have a very good true, year. but I'm saying if he does, I'll tell you what I you got him. And don't forget Machado is going to opt out too. Yeah, it's true. But I think Machado's 30 years old. No, I know. I'm just saying that's another guy that's out there. I, I'm wondering if you're the Texas Rangers and you struggle with outfield offense. Now, I don't know if they have enough money. And let's just say Otani wants to stay on the West Coast and he doesn't want to come to Texas. Are you willing to go, you know what? We are going to go all in and we have to win. The way that we won to Grom is we gave him two more years. If people are offering, which I do think teams will offer 12-year con- If Trey Turner got an 11-year contract, I think Juan Soto will get at least an 11-year contract. So do we go 12 for 500 to make sure we get it done? God, that's so much money out there on that team. Gotta love baseball. Otani and miscellaneous angle angel subplots got 12 first place votes, followed by, as Derek guessed, the Yankees position battles and other Yankees drama. Red Sox drama came in at third, and Rangers and Jacob deGrom health intrigue was number mm. four in the most voted for most like intriguing storylines. The Red Sox are like a non-story to me. Yeah, they're they, not going to compete. Out. Like, Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in Baltimore. I know they don't have much of a following, and fans aren't going there anymore, but they're an interesting young team to follow. They're fun to play against and fun to watch. And coming up next, we will chat with those fellows from the G-Bag Nation next on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hey, we're back. I didn't get to do it. You guys ready? This is my first time doing a crosstalk with Broadus. Actually sitting here. Well, good. The damn masterpiece is coming to a close as it's Derek, Alec, and Mike for the last time ever. I got an uh, email from our boss, Spittle. He said, never again, Mike, will you ever lead a segment? So I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> even, even on Friday cross talks with Sean and RJ? No, he likes that. I think that's pretty good when you actually do that. I, I love doing it. I think he, he loves. I like how wheels off you are when it comes to the segment. Or like your tease that went yeah. for like seven minutes. Right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, coming up. Yeah. It's we're all back together, maybe It's sports, and I'm going to talk yeah, about I can't sports. can't wait to talk about all the games. But there's no happening. sports that I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. All right. First. So wait, we could never have a show together? Is that what just happened? Not without Alec. Yeah, Alec I'm the missing one. here. Yeah. He's the missing You guys have done okay. a good job. I was driving around so, listening to your show. Killing Thank it. Thank you. So today should be a fun day. There's a lot to talk about <laughs> with NFL, with yeah. NBA, with Major League Baseball. Tomorrow might be a little bit more difficult. I want to know what is your favorite topic coming up on the show today? Wow, that's a good question. That's a really good question, Mike. we got a lot of stuff to get into today. Pure gold um, as always. I feel like it might yeah. be. Well, it is, it is going to be pure gold as always. Um, Mac, Mac McClung, I really want to show him some love today. The yeah. XFL rules. I think the XFL rules oh, are pretty no. interesting. Don't I say think, that. Mike hates the XFL. No, I refuse. Derek asked me about the XFL, <laughs> and I said, when Kevin gets here on Wednesday, he'll be here tomorrow. But I'm like, if when you're here on Wednesday, Derek, if, I'm like, Kevin can talk all the XFL he wants. I'll turn my mic off and listen to you guys have a great conversation. I'm not talking about minor league football, but I do think it's interesting topics. I'm just that's it's just me. the rules. The rules that the NFL needs to adopt. Okay. Is you could be down 17 here. and still win in the last 90 seconds. Yeah, that the Battlehawks could be down 15 <laughs> to three with 90 seconds remaining and win the football game. And that's there, crazy. Too, there are but. some there are some fun things that the XFL is implementing, and so I'm looking forward to that at five o'clock. Todd Archer at four o'clock, and a G Bag Nation. You make the call fair or foul. You've seen snakes on a plane. You've never okay. seen this on a plane. That's mm. a 220. Ooh. I asked this question to start our show, and I will ask you guys this. Broadus, you come from an era of watching NBA basketball players try in an NBA All-Star game and yes. really care yes. about it. Like it was yeah. it mattered a lot to it them. And matter. from from the tip till the end of the game, they were trying. A lot of pride. Um, I want to know, Eric, how do you feel about the NBA All-Star game? Because you might have not I grew up on Magic and Bird carrying like it was real basketball. Jordan then carried it into real basketball. Even Kobe early in his career, it was real basketball. And then LeBron said, I don't want this to be a basketball game at all. And all the players followed because he's the leader of the NBA. Totally get it. Where are you at with today's generation and watching an NBA All-Star game? When it comes to the actual game itself, like the Saturday festivities are still way more fun than the game on on Sunday. I don't I don't have much I don't have much care for it. It's slightly more than the NFL Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl, will I will never, I won't watch a single second of it. The NBA All-Star Game, I start it, and then I just kind of start doing other things as the game is on, and I'm peaking, and it's like, I don't really care. And it's it's gotten way worse, because you mentioned Kobe. Like, there were some years, like, back 
probably 10, 15 years ago where, hey, this is going to be fun. These guys aren't just going to be completely letting, like basically layup lining it on both. Just you go, you go. We'll have as many 50-point scores in this game as possible. That was not always the case. So it used to be much more enjoyable. When I was in middle school, even high school, like, yeah, this is what kind years of were a, those approximately. That would have been like 06 <laughs> to 12, middle right. school, high school. I wasn't there. I was already graduated. Dang. <laughs> I thought you I were think my age. People got us laughing yeah. about how, how old I am. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you guys this, though, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, somebody asked me about the All Star game on Twitter, and I said, to make it more interesting, the NBA put up $10 million. Okay. The winner gets five. The other five goes to the charity of choice of the winning team. Losers get nothing. Do you think they would play? 100%. I don't think they try. I still don't think they try. You I think, not, you, not I think even, get more the younger because, guys. Because Lebr- yes. LeBron gets $40 million a year from Nike. But that's, you know, I'm, th- I'm just thinking. Plus another 50 from the Lakers. So there's an- no number you could. But I was thinking, I was thinking the charity part of it. Like nobody wants tug, to be tug at the heartstrings. Yeah, I, nobody I, wants to be the team that like, okay, your charity had a chance to get five million dollars, and we didn't even try for the kids or try for battered women or you know alcoholics I, or whoever. I mean, else there is, is involved. some charity wow. involved in this. I know it's very little, a hundred thousand, but they don't even care about. Yeah, but it's a hundred thousand each quarter, right? Because so, that's why they were doing the separate scores. If you saw, like, the, for yeah, me, they've for me, Brian, yeah. there were ten NBA starters this year. Five were from a foreign country, and mm-hmm. five were from the United States. So you want to play a? Ryder I want to play USA. The only way I think to make it right, because I don't. I first of all, I think Giannis and Luca and Jokic would be like, we're beating the United States of America, definitely. And I think if the U.S. took it not seriously, they'd lose by fifty to eighty points, and then they'd be like, we can't do that. We, and then I think the United States would go. We have to take this seriously because if these all-stars, because there's legitimately six all-stars from a foreign country this year, Sabonis being one of the reserves. I'm not, I hate saying this, I'm not exactly sure where Bam Adebayo is from. I know he went to Kentucky, but just like Embiid went to Kansas, like you can create a very good win. Yamba will probably be mm-hmm. an, an all-star for a while. You make it world versus the United States, they'll they try. It in hockey, dude. Really fun. Didn't they do that in hockey? They made it like U.S. versus the world kind of a thing in hockey, and it was just the, the best international matches. I think are the Ryder Cup. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean the golf. No, I don't think they, anything's going to compete with that. Yeah, I mean that to me is when you start to talk about national pride. Those golfers, yeah. they'll line it up and they'll tee it up yeah. and play. I, I don't know in the NBA. I could say I was just trying to think of ways that you would say. Listen, your effort is not good enough, and your charity, or you're not going to get paid. Yeah. If you if you show no effort, you or your charity is going to get paid, and you get embarrassed that way. But maybe you're right. These, nobody ever got guys hurt. Make, That's yeah, the true thing concerned. is nobody in the history of the NBA has ever gotten hurt in an all-star game. I get the Pro Bowl. Like, dude, yeah. like we are yeah. playing a very violent thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Accidents can happen right. there, yeah. But like in the NBA, nobody ever got hurt in an All Star game. LeBron just said, "Let's stop trying because we don't want to get hurt." And it's like, who got hurt? Who missed the rest of the season at an All Star game? Who missed the next? Like, maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't remember in the history of basketball anybody ever getting hurt in this game. No, no. When when I think of uh, injured, weird basketball stuff, I think of the Olympics with Paul George right. uh, all those yeah. years ago. But uh, otherwise, it, nothing comes to mind. And I don't know. I think that's a really good idea because even like last night, you don't even, you don't get effort from Luka and, and Jokic in this game. Like Jokic 
did not care oh, he was at all. Fun out there. He was just he was <laughs> just, just completely the ball up wherever. Yeah, he didn't care. Didn't care at all. He's like, I'm a two time MVP. I'm going to win three. I have nothing to prove tonight. But when you put it versus you know the USA versus the world, I bet you probably get much more of an effort. Like Giannis has been a guy that's actually tried. It, it felt like in, in some yeah. of these All Star games, um, but. I don't know. I, I, the charity thing's good. I think the the USA versus the world. I, mean, I would put like, it all together: USA versus the world and charity. Yeah, all this do that. money goes out of the United States if you don't win. No, that's what I'm saying. Be like yeah. a high dollar they, they, horse game. They that take they take too. the money out of the country. You know that's that's what they do. Can I mean, we play horse for big money. That would actually be entertaining. I think. Well, just these guys aren't going to get I hurt want playing next horse. Game. I want next year or knockout maybe for for nobody to miss a shot. Just just keep just do actually a layup dunk line and just be like everybody scored a hundred points. It was one thousand to one thousand and it ended in a tie. Because I mean the only reason anybody ever missed a shot in the game that I watched for five minutes last night was because they decided to take a stupid shot. They're like, hey, you want to try an eighty foot three pointer? Yeah. Like if you wanted a dunk every time, you you were allowed to dunk it if you wanted every play. Well, the other thing I was going to bring up too is with uh, did you guys see the quote from Edwards? What he was saying. The load about, management stuff? Yeah, he's talking about we need to get guys out there because it's if you think about and you could speak yeah. for us on this with the old school basketball and Mike, you too. You know, you guys were going and playing. You there was not as much sitting and stuff like that. Whereas wow. now it's like, oh, we need rest and so that we can play or whatever. And I like that he brought it out of, of all people too. He's a young guy being outspoken, saying, like, there's somebody that's at this game that's never seen you play. And that might be the only game that they can actually afford to go to, and you're not playing because you need a healthy scratch. You know, that's I think that's one thing that's kind of screwing up the game, too. Yeah, the the, the load management stuff. I, you know, I wonder with the old school basketball when I used to, there was like, I would watch one game a week on CBS. Yeah. That was the only game I get to, I got to watch when it was an NBA game. You know, and you didn't have as many teams. We've talked about travel. Travel was probably is better now with every team having basically their own planes. Yeah, they and flew stuff commercial like, back then. Yeah, so that was a little bit tougher and, and all that. But it just seemed like to me that, 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 you know, every time I turned on that CBS game, my guys were playing. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. it was the Lakers and the Celtics, whether it was the old Buffalo Braves, Bill, you know, Bob yeah, McAdoo, Sixers. Yeah, Sixers. Yeah, those guys were all playing. Yeah. You know, every every game you saw them play. It's and, just like the, the pitching stuff that you guys were talking about earlier today where people just decided yeah. that, where I, I loved your line, like God didn't stop making Greg Maddox's. Yeah. He, he didn't stop they, making those He doesn't those make guys. tons of them, but hey. There's Fergie Jenkins. There's a Fergie Jenkins alive right All now right, today. Right. I know he's still alive too. He lives here. Might be listening to the show, but like you, you can actually do this, but we've decided to stop people from doing it. Michael Jordan. I know he's one of the greatest of all time. There was a six year span after he got hurt and scored 63 on the Celtics starting the next year. He played, I don't have the exact set, but I think it was seven straight years. He missed one game in seven years. Yeah. He played in all 82 games and averaged 40 minutes a game. For the, all those years, not just in one year, he averaged that. Like, for seven straight years, he missed one whole game and averaged 40 minutes a game. It's crazy. Even when he was with the Wizards, I think he played a ton. And he yeah. was super old then. All right, fellas. Well, KNC Masterpiece back tomorrow. Kevin and Corey get to lead it again. I get to try to screw it up. But coming up next, it's the G-Bag Nation Nosebleeds with Brian Broadus, Eric Chiafalo. Man, Zach's got a good vacation. Lucius Alexander. Oh, Lucius, Lu- sweet Lucius, Lucius Alexander. You're going to carry this show for Into us today. Cup. You're going to carry it for us today. All right. He's eating. It's time to go uh, throw some batting practice. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 